I rubbed my forehead as I regained consciousness and sat up. Ah, my head. I looked across the floor and spotted Lola broken into pieces. She was just a pile of scrap metal now. Little sparks twinkled from the pieces of her internal components. Looking at my arm craft, I realized I was out cold for a while. Scrambling to my feet, I ran out the front door. I glanced over to see the car was not there. Meaning my dad took it to the hospital instead of the glider. Sweet. He doesn't know about the glider being replaced yet. I can use it. I ran to the garage, hopped on the glider, and headed back to Trey's house. What the hell was that back there? Who was that? Why did he have to kill Lola? Tears streaming down my face, moistened the blood that was dried. Confusion circled my thoughts as I raced down the street. My arm graph vibrated, and I pulled the glider over to the side of the road. I checked the message. It was from Lola, along with a message from Lauren. I opened Lola's. Lola. There's a backup of me at sr.v2154. It's a link! Maybe she's not dead! I selected the link and started the download on my arm graph. I then checked the message from Lauren that was received an hour ago and opened it. Lauren, where are you? Even though I was almost there now, I replied anyways. Me. I'm on my way. I hopped back on the glider and started back on my way to Trey's. I barreled through the door of Trey's. Lola got shot, I said, as I panted for air and rested my hands on my knees. What do you mean? Trey said. Gasping for air, I made my way to a chair. I got to my house, and there was someone in my room going through all my stuff. I sent her up there, thinking she'd be okay, and whoever it was shot her. Lauren covered her mouth in shock and rushed over to me, putting her hand on my shoulder. Are you okay? Oh, man, she smells like a bundle of flowers, and her hair is so gorgeous. I shook my head, as if I had something on it I was trying to get off. She put her hand on my head, where the gash was left from hitting it on the desk. I'm okay, I said. Oh, it hurts so badly, but she can't know that. What were they doing in your house? Who was it? She asked. I shrugged. I, I have no clue. I just moved here a few months ago. Not nearly enough time to make enemies like that. I'm going to get you something for your head, Kelix, said Lauren, concerned. Thanks, I said. What's the plan now, hotshot? Trey asked. Lola had a backup of herself on a server. I'm downloading it now, I said. Nick chimed in. Okay, that's good. We still need an extra screen, though. I'll go get mine. It's only around the corner. Talk tagged along with Nick and they left. After a few moments, Talk peeked his head back in through the door. Oh, who's X-9 Glider? My dad's, I said. Nice! I love the dual exhaust and turbo they added on this model. I bet it's a blast to ride. I nodded. It's pretty nice. He sat there at the door for a moment, looking back until Trey shouted, Go! Uh, oh yeah! Talk was startled and jumped a little before shutting the door and leaving. How's the download going? Trey asked, turning his attention to me. At 90%. Once it's done, I already have it set up to start unpacking itself. Trey went and sat in a chair. We have a five-minute window to get in without detection and get it done. Trey continued. That's probably why you were struggling. The system shuts off core processes and its own security to allow the flow of data in for maintenance and updating. 
During that window of time, the Corby code can be deployed. It doesn't give us much time, I said, pulling the cold, damp washcloth that Lauren brought me off my gash. I folded it in half and placed it back on my head. Yeah, gotta be quick. You do know we risk being killed doing this, right? Trey asked. What? Killed? I asked nervously. Yeah, this kind of work will get you easily killed, bro. So if you want to back out, right now's the time to do so, Trey said. It's my mom, man. I'll save her or I'll die trying, I said.